والصلاة والسلام على خير خير الأنام أجمعين سيدنا وحبيبنا ونبينا سيدنا محمد الصادق الأمين وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا Respected listener of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Zakaria Samir once again welcomes you into another edition of your afternoon program, Marlah. Firstly, I thank the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His great ni'mas, great care. Great favors, great love from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to all mankind. Not specifically for me, but for all mankind. The person who is in South Africa, the person who is in China, the person who is in Russia, America, Japan, any Arab countries, any Muslim countries, and any non-Muslim countries as well. The favors of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not bestow only upon Muslims. And this is what we need to understand, respected listener. I thank him for all his great favors and ni'mas. And I ask him of more of those ni'mas. Ni'mas, favors that can lead us, guide us to strengthen our belief. In Allah to strengthen our belief in Allah that is the best of guidance yes the guidance that leads us to our sustenance is still coming from Allah the guidance that leads us to have a good health that is another favor of Allah a better Iman and another favor of Allah everything that we are having in this world that makes us appropriate people. Appropriate people. That is a great favors from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we thank him and thank him and keep on thanking him until the day we die. Today, respected listener, I would like to discuss with you something that is very important. I don't want you to be very sensitive with regards to this. I'm not going to give you my opinion. In this matter, it's not individuals' understanding or views. It is the words of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The matter that we're going to be discussing, inshallah, Rabbil Alameen, whether... The dead can hear us talking to them or they can't hear. Can they hear or can they not hear? Many views came with regards to this, respected listener. Some people said, yani, of those mujtahideen, the ones who are trying to 
seek and know and gain knowledge, they say, after they have gained a certain level of knowledge, that the amwat means those dead people cannot hear you. It's only when they are freshly died, freshly. Now they are going to the qabr. Now they are in the qabr. Now they are completely buried. They still can hear. And they will hear until the last footstep leaves the qabr. They will hear that uh, that they can hear. Freshly dead. Freshly dead. Thereafter, the, the, the hisab and all that, that carries on with them. That has nothing to do with us while we are alive. But it happens with them only. So, after that period, they cannot hear. Others say that dead cannot hear. No matter what, they cannot hear unless special people can hear them. Hearing. Or special people can can actually be in the situation where you can talk to them and tell them something. But in that case only they can hear. They can hear from very special people. Not every person they can hear from. For example, those ones who are died who died in the in the and they are buried in the Qabristan for fifty and hundred years now, they won't hear that man who is coming to clean the grass and all that or put uh, put something here and put something there. They won't they won't hear them discussing matters with them uh, in, 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 in between each other. They won't hear that. They won't hear that. But some views says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam believed or he had some special qualities that through those qualities that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon him and the inspiration that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has specifically given to him from there he can he knows that they hear and he knows even and he hears their punishment he hears their punishment like what has happened when he was passing by a graveyard and the sahaba were with him the sahaba never left him the sahaba did not leave him unless he goes for his very private matter that's when they leave him but besides that, they are with him all the time until he enters his home. There they leave him. So, they saw him and they heard him saying, there is two freshly covers, fresh covers, where in, uh, 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 in that graveyard, right? And he told the Sahaba that those two are getting punished. But they are not getting punished in a major sin. They are punished in minor sins, minor mistakes. They are punished for it. One of them 
was uh, actually uh, uh, when when he goes to toilet, uh, uh, he does not sit. He he does it while he is standing. Uh, we're talking about number one. Uh, yeah, that's uh, urinating. The other one used to backbite. Used to backbite. Not okay. All the, occasionally, occasionally, not uh, all the way, but occasionally. Remember that those two covers were fresh. They were fresh. And Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was inspired in why they are getting punished. He was given the ability, firstly, to hear those two people and know exactly why they're getting punished. So he told his Sahaba, his companions, that those two are getting punished. That's one occasion. Another occasion in Ghazwati Badr, uh, the, 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 the fight of Badr, when the, the Mushrikeen, they ran away, right, after they were defeated, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ordered the Muslimin to take the Kuffar's bodies and throw it in a well. The well was dirty, stinking, and it was terrible. But Rasulullah asked the Muslimin to take the, the bodies of the ones who were killed in the, in the battle and throw it in the well. And then after they were thrown there in the well, he said, and he spoke to them. He spoke to the dead. Oh, so and so, son of so and so, so and so. The son of so and so, he started calling them by names, by their names, first names and their surnames. Son of so and so, son of so and so. We have found what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised true. We have seen it true. Allah has given us victory upon you and upon all the kuffar. So we have seen, we have we have practically felt the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that was granted to us. True, we found it. We found that the words of Allah were 100% true. Have you found what Allah has promised you true? Then the Sahaba asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Rasulullah, who you are talking to? Those guys that you are talking to died. They are they are they have no life in them. How will you talk to dead people? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to the Sahaba by the one whose my soul belongs to, they can hear you. As I can hear you. That is when they were fresh. And only Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That actually heard them. Only Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Managed to speak to them. Because he has that belief. 
that there's still a way of whatever is happening over them. Fresh, died, couple of hours, five, six hours, and then thrown into the well. They're still away. They still can hear. Until a certain time where they vanish completely. They won't hear. They won't. Their bodies uh, are halas. They are uh, turned to dust. And they are over completely. And this is what we actually believe in. Freshly. Freshly. They say. Well, I don't have evidence of that, but I think that it is true because I have experienced it. They say that the person uh, uh, dies, his soul is roaming around, still roaming, roaming around the body to, and seeing who is coming, who is going, what is saying, what is that. But the soul cannot say anything, but the soul is there and you will feel if there is somebody next to the dead body and was related to the body and was in a good relationship with the with the body then he will feel that spirit will feel that energy of this of the soul of the person uh, this is I'm, I'm talking about this uh, out of experience I have felt it I have recognized it and I have believed in it but thereafter, you don't see that soul anyway. You don't feel it anyway. It, it vanishes. It goes into her, her place now. Since that the body has been buried, then the soul vanishes and everything vanishes. That is with regards to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his statements. Now, if we go to the Quran, respected listener, the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In Surah Al-Naml Verse number 80 أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنك لا تسمع الموتى ولا تسمع الصم الدعاء إذا ولوا مدبرين you cannot make the dead to hear. Neither you can make the deaf to hear the dua if they turn their backs. If they turn their backs, how will they listen to your dua? They won't be able to listen. And if they die, how will the dead listen to what you say? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, إِنَّكَ لَا تُسْمِعُ الْمَوْتَى You cannot make the dead hear. Only Allah who can make the dead hear in certain positions. Like Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you go to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and talk to him, yes, he does not reply back to you, but he hears what you are saying. Why? Because the angel will present to him your durood, your salutations, your salam to him. And from there, Allah, see, not the Prophet, Allah will send back 
extend the roots upon you, not the prophet. The prophet is dead. The power of the body does not exist. Halas, it vanished. It's gone. Even if the body is there, still Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cannot reply back to you in any way. He can come to you in your dream, yes. But to talk back to you, that is not going to happen. Only on the day of Qiyamah, when he talks to us, insha'Allah, Rabbil Alameen, and he presents to us the cup of water comes from Hud al-Kawthar, that is the first time that he is going to come and talk to you face to face. Directly. Not only that, but he will be presenting to you a cup of water as well because you will be, you will be, you will be extremely thirsty and nothing will be able to satisfy your thirst excepting that sip of water of Al-Kawthar. Now I have a question. I have a question. I have a question for those ones who go to a certain graveyard having so-and-so buried in there they putting the they putting the, the the grave so high above the ground decorating the grave with unnecessary things putting on top of the grave so many things and now this is this is all yani, besides the whole the, the the main important point talking to the grave and asking the grave to help them. And he, they say, no, not the grave. It is the person who is in the grave. Who is the person in the grave? Do you think that there is a person in the grave? Khalas, it's vanished. Even if it's not, the body is dead. The body is dead, cannot hear you. Cannot hear you. You're asking the one who cannot hear you and leaving the one who can hear you. Subhanallah. And that is what? That is what respected this now. That is shirk. That is shirk. You're giving the quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to a creation of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has passed away. Who does not have no power, no energy, no strength, even to take himself out of the grave. Even to say anything. Where he will have the energy to hear you. And even, let's say yes, he can hear you. Let's say yes, he can hear you. What can he do? What can he do? If you ask any dead person, what can you do for me? I am the one who is living. I'm the one who is breathing. I am on top of you. Subhanallah. I'm walking on a, on a higher level than where you are sleeping. Subhanallah. How can you ask me? How can you ask me, the low person, the low one, 
and you leave the high one. Subhanallah. How can that make sense, respected listener? Think about it. Think about it and see, is that a shirk or what? And those people who are called the worshippers of the graves. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has warned us. Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. He, is, he didn't know the unseen, but he was inspired by the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that amongst your ummah who will drift and instead of asking me, Allah, the Creator, they will ask the creation. While the creation cannot help anyone, no, they can help themselves. No, they can help themselves. Respected listener, every person will stand before the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving an account. Everyone, everyone, even the Anbiya, Subhanallah, even the Anbiya will have their records. Even the Anbiya will have their records. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask them questions. And they have to answer. Yes, respected listener. Even the prophets, each one of them will stand before the Almighty Allah on the day of reckoning. And they will have to give an account of what they have done and what they haven't done. You think this person who you're coming and you have gathered some money in order to make a party? Yes, a party, of course, to bring some people with music and sit and 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 like do some weird stuff. What do you think? What 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 is that? Haram wasting the money. Wasting the money is haram, respected listener. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not, does not have no love for those ones who waste their money. The money is coming from the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If it's coming from a halal, halal link, haram link, it's your own. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not ask you to do anything haram the haram is out of your own choice and the halal that is good is coming straight from the almighty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helping you assisting you to go into that straight halal part do not ever think that anybody anybody in this world will be able to save you from what you are going to be facing on the day of Qiyamah, respected listener. No one. Absolutely no one. No one will be able to save you. And no one will be able to harm you. No one will be able to harm you. I have received some calls of those women who actually receive calls from some 
some Muslim who threatened them, if you don't give me money, I will make jadu on you. I will make jadu on you. You will be cursed. I will make you sick. I will hurt you if you don't give me money. And the poor women fall into this trap, thinking that a man, an individual, can benefit you or can harm you in this world. No one can benefit you. This is certain. This is 100% sure. This has no doubt at all that no one will be able to harm you if the harm is not written by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for you. And no one will be able to save you if Allah does not want to save you. Who is this creation? A little bit of flu can kill him. A little bit of a flu. A mosquito can kill him. The belief is only in Allah. Not in the graves. Not in the graves. Do not turn yourself to be out of the fold of Islam and become a mushrik. Because you don't know when death is going to come. When it's going to arrive. Do not ever think of anyone to help you but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The only one is Allah. The unique, the capable, the one who has all the mercy upon you and upon mankind. May the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those ones that will believe only in his powers, not anyone else's. And make us amongst those ones who will depend and rely on the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Alone. And this is exactly what monotheism says. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah. May the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us and grant us the right way, the straight path to be uh, uh, gaining the pleasure of the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's go now for a break thereafter we come back for a story that I have prepared for you. Stay tuned. <laughs> وينساب الممن ظلموا وتشفى جراح في الفؤاد لها ندوب وتطوى ذكريات كالحات لها في الصدر إن نشرات نعيب 
بذكر الله ترتاح القلوب وتنزاح المتاعب والكروب وتنزل رحمة الغفار غيثا Welcome back to the continuation of your program, Ma'Allah. And uh, today I have prepared for you a new story. It's not a story of, uh, of a well-known Nabi, but uh, this Nabi that I'm going to be mentioning, inshallah, Rabbil Alameen, we don't know his name, but uh, we, it, he has been mentioned in the story uh, that I'm going to actually narrate to you. Uh, for you to know what type of people that we have sometimes. I, I received now uh, a picture of uh, two dead bodies were shot or something like that. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what is, what is the reason, what is behind all this. But it, 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 this, is, this is like um, the same typical uh, uh, matter that uh, they used to do in the past. But obviously, uh, obviously, the, the 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 qualities of people were different. But let us now uh, listen to the story, and from there we'll, inshallah, come up with some uh, benefits, inshallah. This story happened to people who used to worship a pine tree. Yes, a pine tree, a tree that they started worshiping. And uh, the whole tribe was divided to 12 villages. The 12 villages were on the shore of a river. The river was called the river of Arras. That is why uh, the, the, the story talks about the people of the Ras. You will find an ayah or in a portion of the Quran talks about those people, the people of Arras who were uh, residing somewhere in the east of this continent, of this world, in the east. So, that Ras, that river, was a very unique type of a river. It was always full, the river is always full, and it had water that was so pure and so tasty. And the, there, was, there was no land the more fertile than the land which was surrounding this river, the river of Arras. On the shore, there was a pine tree. That pine tree was so strong, so green, so beautiful that the people started taking the seeds of the, of the pine and they planted 12 trees, every tree by one village. The king of those people is the one who ordered them to do so. So they planted 12 pine trees of every seed and it was the, the river actually 
was only to maintain those 12 trees. No one is allowed to drink from water, no person. No animal is allowed to drink from that water deliberately, like bringing your sheep or bringing your camel or you're bringing your cow or whatever, chicken, whatever you have. You are not allowed to use the water of this, uh, of this uh, river for anything but to uh, only give the water to the trees. It happened. Now the people were very, very scared to do anything besides that because the king was a very cruel man. And he, he, he refused completely to uh, uh, look after the people while he was supposed to be the king of the people. For the people, not for the river. But you see how human can be drifted. So anybody actually will, will go against the ruling of this king and even drink a sip of water of that river will be killed. Oppression. And that king actually made a compulsory type of a celebration for every tree, for every month. Yani, we have 12, mon 12 months and we have 12 villages. So this village will celebrate their tree in January, say example, in January, the 2nd, February, the 3rd, March, April, and it carries on until the whole year is celebrating the river, the, the, the trees, because they started worshipping the trees. And now, in every month that they are celebrating the tree and worshipping the tree, they, ha they have to, uh, uh, the, the celebrations should last for at least 12 days. 12 days, 12 trees, 12 months, 12 villages. And that is what the king actually decided that this must happen. So it was the whole year of celebrations. And celebrations does not come like uh, like uh, uh, for free for, to celebrate and and light the fire and sacrifice and feed the people and all that. Who should give this to the to the celebrations to the tree? Everybody of the village, they are responsible. Their cows, their sheep, their property, their wealth, whatever they have. It is owned by the tree. The tree controls what everybody has because everybody must sacrifice, must kill animals from their own wealth. Where are they going to bring it from? And because of the long periods of time of celebration, then they will have to have lots of food to give everybody. Well, everybody is them, but they don't want to spend their money that way for a tree. And they want the herds to, be, to, to improve and progress and become bigger and bigger and bigger. But the king did have 
completely different ideas. Now, when the celebration happens, see what the shaitan now see. It's the shaitan and the nafs. Shaitan and the nafs. And nafs al-ammara. When the shaitan convinces the nafs al-ammara that this is the God. Hey, you must talk to your owner that this is the God. He must do something about it. He must sacrifice. He must worship it. And he must let the people to worship the, the tree too. So the nafs goes inside you and and fiddles with you until it changes your way of thinking. After you are convinced, then you could try to convince others, but not using anything but force, because people cannot see a god in a tree. How can see they see a god in a tree? So what the shaitan does, when they sacrifice and all that, then the tree, the shaitan makes the tree shake, shake, and then he will talk behind the branches and he will tell them, Oh, you have satisfied me. Oh, you have made me happy. Oh, I will definitely give you this and give you that and give you this and give you that. All what you need to do is to sacrifice for me. Worship me and I will give you everything. While he doesn't give anything but problems upon problems upon problems. It happened that a child was very thirsty. And there he goes to the river and he drinks from the river. The gods see the boy drinking the water. So they take him to the king. So the king, what he did to the child, made the people angry. He killed the child just because he drank a little bit of water from the river. There the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is beyond limitations. He sends them a Nabi. You know who are those people? They are Banu Israel. Banu Israel. Subhanallah. They have been plotting and polluting earth from the beginning from the beginning subhanallah anyway the nabi came and he said you must stop worshiping the creation of allah instead of you worshiping a tree you are supposed to worship allah instead of you worshiping a tree what is wrong with you the shaitan has taken control of you. So the king now is very upset. How can he claim that the tree is not God? How can he entice the people to stop worshipping the tree? The people were divided to two. Some people say no, he is right. Some people say no. He is not right. And some people say, uh, who, what, who is he? Nabi, what Nabi? There is no Nabis now. We don't have a Nabi. This man is a liar. This man is a liar. And he came to change our mindset. Exactly how it happened with all the prophets. Subhanallah.
Subhanallah. So anyway, respected listener, the king gave a decision. This man should be buried alive. Should be buried alive. And you have Sayyidina Zakaria, who was cut while alive. He was cut with a saw while he was alive. This Nabi was buried alive. Remember, they threw Sayyidina Yusuf in the fire alive. That is the extreme, respected listener, the extreme of punishment. To punish a person alive and you 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 keep on punishing him in in his life until he dies that is that is extreme 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 harsh so anyway they put him in such a deep deep hole and the hole was so deep respected listener that there used to be an echo coming from that hole because they they dug the hole so deep so narrow and they threw him down and they covered the top they did not bury him but they covered the top with the cover so when he talks they can hear they can hear his moaning he can, you can they can hear his his struggle he can hear you can hear his hunger, his thirst. But they did not feel no mercy for him whatsoever. So the Nabi made a dua that, O oh Allah, destroy those trees that they are worshipping Allah. Make it dry, O oh Allah. Make it die, O oh Allah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens to the Nabi's dua. And the 12 trees goes dry. Goes dry. They slept. It was green. They woke up. It was dry as if it has been dead there for 150 years. They were very upset. Majority of them were very upset. Some of them claimed that the tree was angry because you did not punish this man immediately straight away because he is making life very difficult for them it didn't take very long thereafter respected listener when the almighty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned his punishment against him against them the, the sky stopped raining the sky stopped raining the river the river's water started decreasing and the heat started blowing on them so now where are they going to drink water from where are they going to have water from they don't have water and they don't have rain and there is no source of water excepting in the river that that's water is going lower and lower and lower on one day there the cloud became a bit dark they expected 
that it might be going to rain. The wind started coming a bit more cooler and the whole entire sky turned to become dark. And that made them feel a bit better. So they all came out of their homes and they gathered where the shade is, where the shade of the clouds is, because there they can feel some coolness. But instead, the ground itself started burning on its own. Sand or grass, suddenly fire coming out of there. It's as if the earth is, is, is burning on its own. When they started running away from these spots where it has fire, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends them fire missiles from the sky that they were expecting water to come from. Because it looks like it has water. It's dark. That's what we know as human. When the, when the sky is dark, it means it's going to rain. But that darkness was a bit of a different type of a darkness. It was darkness that is loaded with the fire of Jahannam coming to them from the sky and from below them, from the earth. And they were burned. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. After Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them time, gave them rope and then he sent them one of his messengers they mistreated him to the extent that they killed him they killed the messenger and they felt like they have escaped it they, 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 they nobody will be able to punish them what punishment there is no punishment what God? There is the, the God. The God that we are worshipping are the trees, the pine trees. But it was too late for them now to see God, Allah, when the fire started coming from below them and above them. That is the story of what? Ashabur Ras the people of Ras. Again, what is Ras? The Ras is the name of the river. What they used to worship? They used to worship a tree, a pine tree. What happened to them? They were destroyed. After they have killed a Nabi, a messenger. And that is uh, the same uh, the same uh, story with the uh, the Banu Israel. Banu Israel, yani those are the sons of Sayyidina Yaqub. Imagine, and Sayyidina Yaqub is a son of Sayyidina Ibrahim. Uh, Sayyidina Ishaq. Then the son, uh, the Sayyidina Ishaq, is the son of Sayyidina Ibrahim. Subhanallah. Subhanallah, see the lineage, respected listener, but, but, 
Subhanallah. It does not mean that if you are of a good person that your children will be good as you. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. It cannot be like an inheritance type of a thing. No. Their surname, yes, you carry with you, the complexion you carry with you, the, some features you carry with you, but believe and, and uh, 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 human values, no, it cannot be that similar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us amongst those ones who will carry good qualities and will always worship the Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Make us live with Islam Make us uh, 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 die with Islam. Ameen, ya Rabbal Alameen. At the end I say, Subhanak Allahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.